You're recording now? You're very official, Matt. This is very official. I'm very, I'm very intimidated. <laughs> Matt just informed us today that he is a producer now, um, along with, he is also a cowboy. Cowboy. And a rancher. And a rancher. And an audio engineer. Audio engineer. A musical and protege. A musical protege. Like, we didn't know these things. We probably aren't paying him enough. I know, right? How did we get so lucky to have just so diverse? I love it. Um, okay, I am Don Maddox. This is Katie Moriarty, and we are doing our first podcast today. So we thought we would go live with this and see how that works out. Hopefully you don't say anything that we have to cut out because we can't on live. And this girl has a mouth like a sailor. Like This could be bad. So embarrassing. <laughs> um, okay, we won't do that. We thought we'd start our first one, and sorry for the delay in getting these going. I'm pretty excited about it, but I think I was overthinking it. I, carted, I started feeling like we need to know what we're talking about every minute. I do think it's really important for these lives, and especially for podcasts, to actually have good content. Mm -hmm. So, But I do think you can also get in your head about that a little bit. So I started overthinking it. So we thought we'd start the first one and have Katie on, because Katie has been with me for almost 15 years. Um, we just wanted to go through the history of that a little bit. Katie is our marketing director here at Angle Invokers. Um, we have shops now in uh, Hamilton, Stevensville, Missoula, Folsom, Whitefish, Kalispell, Columbia Falls. We're still looking for space in Big Fork. We secured space in Helena. We're going to be coming to Great Falls. That's next. Maybe I shouldn't have said that because everybody else will go to Great Falls. Um, and then, uh, and we do have one other market that we're looking at that I won't, that I won't mention. So, so super exciting. So Katie's been our marketing director. She started with me when I, um, actually just had a media company. We did mostly media placement and campaigns, um, had a handful of accounts. I had the very fortunate experience, um, of working with Keith Ward at Bob Ward's and did his marketing for, I want to say about 12 years, right? I think so. And so... Um, so my background is marketing. So got into real estate when the market crashed and people started maybe looking at budgets for marketing. And so, and I was a single mom at that time. Mm -hmm. So one of my favorite stories that I tease Katie about, because we've actually had been very successful in the real estate industry, but I came in one day and said, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to get my real estate license. And what did you say? I, I said, I don't think that's a very good idea. Right. <laughs> I said, I don't think that's a very good idea. I don't like change. <laughs> Which is lucky for me in the end because right. we're still here. Right. So that's amazing. So, yeah. And, and I feel so fortunate. I actually, I feel like we have become really good friends um, outside of work. Mm -hmm. I was there when you got married. One bought, of the first people to see my baby. Yep. Bought your house. Mm -hmm. Had a baby. Um, so we've had a long history together. I just appreciate you I so much. You. So, so anyway, that's kind of the history. Matt, um, any cues for us? Production manager, technical two. Moving on to two, chapter two. But I think I forgot what I was supposed to talk about. Pre real estate. Oh, I already did that though. I kind of talked about that because we did because we had the marketing company. So we did. We had a handful of accounts that we did marketing for, and that was a lot of fun. It was, and we learned a lot, mm -hmm. or I learned a lot working for you there because I learned about, you know, working with big national companies, mm -hmm. not just small local ones, about co-op and what's okay and mm -hmm. following brand identity, which is all really really important to what I do now. I think that's actually why Angle Invokers just spoke to me so much. I feel like their um, platform for marketing is just so contemporary and um, assertive mm -hmm. and very progressive. I think that's part of the reason that I was so attracted to them once I, so drawn to the brands once I kind of got to know it a little bit is just having that marketing background. And before I got into real estate, I kind of always thought um, I could do it a little bit differently. I remember seeing 
a real estate ad in a bar stall, <laughs> in a bathroom stall, and I'm and thinking, I mean, unless you're selling pizza or legal services, cabs, maybe, probably not the best uh, place to be. But anyway, that's kind of what I, watching everyone else kind of made me think, I think I could do this just a little bit differently and enhance what other people are doing a little bit, just a little bit differently. Well, I always remember you saying, if you look at how real estate at the time, or real estate agents or advisors at the time were marketing themselves, they were marketing themselves. And you, they never talked about the properties that they had listed. You would see these big ads and billboards and of just themselves, but they never talked about what they were selling. And mm -hmm. um, you kind of took a different approach and it worked. Mm -hmm. It did work, fortunately, thanks to you and your help. Yeah, so that's been fun. So we've had a, and, and before you got into, before you started working for me, I guess you were in college. I was in college. Yeah. So you have a marketing, marketing education. And you, before that, what did you do? Well, I, I was in school, but mm -hmm. I worked. Um, tell, tell about that one, Joe. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> she doesn't want to talk about that. But yeah, she had kind of some fun jobs before. Yeah. Weren't necessarily. Yeah. Paid, not paid, I don't know. Uh, it was always nice to get paid when you went to work. Yeah, <laughs> using marketing background, not using marketing background. Right. So, yeah. yeah, so anyway, it's worked out. So, um, oh, when we started? So we, <laughs> when did I get, I got my license. I, I want to say it was actually maybe the end of 2009, but I didn't, like October of 2009. So 2010 is when I went to Windermere uh -huh. and worked with John Brower. And he's amazing. He was such a great mentor. And, and fun there. Yeah. Yep. He's a great guy. And the Mitty family that owns mm -hmm. Windermere, amazing. So really a good, good crew there. Um, and I was familiar with Windermere because I am from the West Coast. So I kind of knew, you know, they're pretty, a, a good regional brand. So I learned, I knew about them from that. And then, um, and then the Sotheby's deal kind of worked out. We did Maddox Real Estate Group for one year, kind of always with the intent of, of turning that around and, uh -huh. and um, selling that to Sotheby's. So that worked out. Bought the building. Right. Bought the building that we're in in downtown Missoula. Um, and that worked out well. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's been a lot of fun. We're getting some questions on our live map, but I can't really read that far away. I can't read that either. <laughs> It's okay. talking about, we'll have to, yeah, we'll we can to, go back and answer those afterwards. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll do that, because we're trying to do two things at once, which is tasking for me, so we're trying to, we're doing the live, but we're also doing a podcast that Matt's going to have a lot of fun editing. Okay, so I uh, went to Windermere, I think that we were there for about two years, is that right? Right. And then had Maddox Real Estate Group for one year. Which was really fun, but really hard. Well, here's the problem. Trying to be a local brand and keep up with technology, like there's just no way. I remember you being very frustrated, with, not with me, but just in general, with, um, you know, being a small local brand and trying to have a website that could compete with, mm -hmm. you know, these national or international brands. Like, you just can't do it. Yeah. I don't care how much time you spend mm -hmm. on SEO or SEM and you're buying Google AdWords. Like, you can't compete with somebody that has a national or international force behind them. It, so I remember being in a lot of trouble about that. And it we, wasn't my fault. We learned that the hard way. <laughs> we definitely learned that the hard way. And and Sotheby's is a lovely brand. That was that was yeah. great. And was there for three and a half years. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Um, and then had this opportunity, which just has opened so many doors. I mean, it's just been so much different just being with this brand. It's been amazing. But it is the marketing. I mean, they, you know, I feel like we do a good job. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they do an excellent job. Right. Um, and we do as well as we can with our kind of local and regional. But I think we kind of break our marketing up into three different 
portions. We kind of look at things locally and what we can do on a local level. We look at things regionally, which I think we do a really good job of, mm -hmm. thanks to Katie. And then globally, we really depend on the brand and the team that they've put together, not only in New York um, for the Americas, but also in Germany. Right. And I love working with them. It's awesome. I've, I've never, you know, at the other places, I just never had the ability to say, hey, I really want to talk to somebody about this and mm -hmm. we can pick up the phone and call Caitlin in New York, who's the mm -hmm. head of market. And that's just amazing that mm -hmm. you have that ability to talk to these people who are so smart and so great at what they do and they really care about us. And so focused. And yeah. they are very passionate. They're very passionate about what they're doing, which I think just makes all the difference. Because mm -hmm. as are we. Right. Um, Jill De Silva is amazing. And then also um, Anthony Hitt. I love that I can text Anthony Hitt. Crazy. You know, he's our, he's our CEO for the Americas. Like that's pretty amazing. I don't really have a strong connect with anyone in Germany yet, but I'm working on that. You will. Someday. Mm -hmm. um, Sven. Maybe Sven will be Sven. my new best friend. Um, okay. Then the luxury portion, I think that that's, uh, Matt just gave me a note. He's doing a really good job directing this. Pretty good at right? his job. Who knew? For a cowboy? Who right. He's so good at audio visual stuff. <laughs> For a musical prodigy? Rhinestone, <laughs> rhinestone cowboy, but cowboy nonetheless. And this is my favorite thing he said today. Someday you're going to hear me on the drums and you're going to wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> Matt, we're going to hold you to that. Hey, maybe our award celebration will have a drum set yes. set up. Will you play the drums? He says yes, 100%. All right. All right, E&B team. You get to, you're going to hear Matt on the drums. Uh, that's going to be so much fun. He's pretending like he's air drumming right now, which is what I like to do when I'm on the boat. <laughs> Such um, a good sport. Right. Tease him nonstop. <laughs> that's why he works so well with us. Um, okay, so the, kind of the way we got into luxury real estate, and this is something... Um, I tell new agents when they come on that this is something I'll never forget. Remember, I went to like a function with my husband and one of his partners said, oh my gosh, like you're doing such a good job. I see you everywhere. And I hadn't made a single red cent. Remember when you sold your first house at Windermere and I think your like net was $12? I think it was 32 cents. <laughs> I have that check somewhere. I didn't it's even hysterical. cash it because I was like, I just, yeah, by the time I actually sold something. So it does take a while. Mm -hmm. It takes a while to get going and you have to stay focused. Like we, we treated it like a job every day. Like we went in nine to five every single day. Um, now I wish I could work nine to five, but you know, cause now it's just 24 seven, but, um, but it grew from there. So getting into luxury, I remember the first time we got something over 500,000. It was like, Oh my gosh, like this is deal. amazing. Yeah. And we still it consider every deal. price point a huge deal. Um, but it has been really nice that we've been able to kind of work ourselves into the luxury sector a bit. Are you thirsty? Yeah, I'm a little parched. Is it because you're nervous? I don't think I'm nervous. You're nervous to be in live? Um, no. How no. come your sister's not watching? I don't know, Carrie. What are you doing? Yeah, Carrie. Thanks a lot for your support. Um, she likes everything else. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, what else, Matt? What do you want us to talk about? That That is definitely kind of what, what got us into there. Ooh, first big deal. I remember it. You do? Yes. I don't. It was that house in Rock Creek. That was like your first one. Wasn't it like your first big one? Your oh big, my gosh. Your first big sell? But like over a million. So the, and here's the interesting thing about that. Do you remember that we had a fake offer? Yes. We had a fake buyer. Yes. It wasn't my buyer. It was an, another agent's buyer and they provided proof of funds that was fraudulent. Mm -hmm. um, they had all these plans. And I remember kind of the first red flag is she said, because I said, have, are you positive that he has money? And she said, well, you know, he mentioned that he had a plane flying in his Rolex, so he had to stay home to get the, um, oh, hold on. <laughs> Low battery. 
he had to stay home so he could pick up his Rolex. And I was thinking, that's how you know that he has money? Like, that doesn't make any sense. So anyway, so got it under contract, fake buyer. And didn't they want to, like, move in? And yep, move that. in early. Yep. And, oh, can we use the address so we can get our hunting licenses? That was uh. the big thing. So anyway, fortunately, um, I had a good broker that helped kind of guide us through that, and which was John Brower. And we ended up uh, getting an offer right behind it that was real. Got it secured. Got it. Didn't, you, didn't you hike up there on Christmas Eve in the snow because you couldn't get up I there? I didn't. The buyer's agent did. Yeah. Come on. I have. I do have boundaries. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess we've driven through snow. I shouldn't say that. We've been in blizzards before. But um, I think we closed on Christmas Eve. Yeah, it was something was like that. Something. We closed on, on Christmas Eve on that property. So, yeah, that was our first big deal, Matt. What else do you have on the agenda? I just saw that seller opened a Resora the other day. So I was thinking, oh, how long ago was that? That fun. was like 10 years ago. Really? That's interesting. Shelter Island. I feel like we've just beaten that to death because I brag about it all the time. But it's pretty cool. I mean, it'll always be a highlight in my career. That was a lot mm -hmm. of fun. Yep, that was a cool one. Um, Shelter Island on Flathead Lake. Um, fortunately, had the opportunity to not only work with the seller, but also the buyer. And he is still happy there since we've had offers for considerably more than he paid. And he just loves it so much, which makes him so happy. One of my favorite stories about how we got that seller was a marketing technique that we used that I tell every single one of our advisors when they ask me what would work. And I said, well, this works on this person. Yeah. And so, um, cause he's a tough guy to, to get in a hold of. Right. So, um, yeah, it just shows that you can use the same marketing techniques on a listing mm -hmm. that, you know, what was it? 13.5 million. I think it was listed I think at it the was time. 13, nine, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Or a $500,000 house. Like mm -hmm. you just have to market it the right way. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. What goals do we have? I think we've got a couple more shops that we've got to get open that I'm super excited about. I feel like, too, we're really kind of refining our team. We're bringing on some really great, we've got some some good people coming on that I'm super excited about. And we're kind of knowing now a little bit more what to look for um, through the process. So we kind of started a new interviewing process that I think is going to be good and just make sure our, right from the very beginning, if you remember, when I said Absolutely. we need a positioning statement, and ours is very, very simple. We, of course, we're using the ENV position statement that's talking about, you know, passion and. Um, but, but the big one I think for us is that we're not trying to be the biggest. We're just striving to be the best. So we're really picky about who we bring on and and getting pickier. Yeah, getting I mean, pickier. We're definitely, um, you know, there's things that you have to do here that you probably don't have to do at other real estate brokerages, and we maybe have a little bit tighter rules and. We maybe I quite honestly think that we maybe expect a little bit more people than a lot of other do. places do. So mm -hmm. we're not a good fit for everybody. Like, but that's also why we have top producers exactly that join like, us and want to join us. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have it's a great team. I love I'm really coming proud to work of that. every day and seeing these people. And you know what? I love when we have well, when we used to have our meetings mm -hmm. when everybody would be in the same room. I kind of loved looking around and like different levels of experience, different backgrounds, different kind of price sectors of the market that they work, um, all different, even political views, all different political views and everybody gets along. Right. Different demographics, like who, you know, one person sells to you. Like I always think like Danny has a very specific market yes. that she caters to and it's so much different than somebody else's mm -hmm. demographic. And it's just so cool to see these people all like collaborate together and work and really enjoy each other, which yeah. I think is really, really cool. And really important. Mm -hmm. I think that's what's made us. I know 
we have a group of um, producers that we, we acquired recently, and when I asked them, like, what are the three things about Anglo & Volkers that, that stands out to you? And they've all said the marketing, which is our big, that's our big thing, is marketing. Right. Um, the support, our support team is second to none. I mean, I'm so proud of all of you guys. And then also the collaboration, and not just within our team, but also with other Anglo & Volkers franchises. I mean, we have just such a good, good group. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Are you excited for EVX? I'm so excited. Well, I'm a little I'm, nervous because it's in Vegas, and I was pretty good in California. But if it's in Vegas, girl, you're going to go crazy. We're going to have to share a room so that you can keep me in line. Oh, my goodness. I don't <laughs> even think I can keep you in line. You can share a room with Matt. Um, I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> I think, Matt. I think he might snore. <laughs> he might bring his drum set. Oh, my gosh. Matt, are you going to wear, like, cowboy boots? And can you jump on because we have some questions for you? Yeah, of course. I'm definitely bringing cowboy boots, and they will be snakeskin cowboy boots at that. Snakeskin. That's urban cowboy. I'm, a rhinestone cowboy. I'm a rhinestone cowboy, yeah. You know, yeah. I told you about those cowboy boots I made for Bucking Horse Sale with the rhinestones. I could make <gasps> some for you. I would definitely wear those, as long as it comes with matching pants and a matching jacket. I'm not going to bedazzle that much, but you can. You have a lot of time. We can contract to work out for the jacket <laughs> and the pants, don't worry. You can wear some <clears throat> Wranglers. You can bedazzle Wranglers. Like We want you to act like a true Montana cowboy when you get there. <laughs> I'm bringing Carhartts in instead of Wranglers. What? My dad wears Wranglers, and he's a real cowboy rancher. Cowboys come in all walks of life, Katie. You know? There's no, oh, there's Matt, no set adhere standard. You're killing me. <laughs> Are you going to wear a 10-gallon hat? Uh, maybe just five. <laughs> is there such a thing? I don't know. No clue. What does a 10-gallon hat even mean? It would hold 10 gallons? No. That's impossible. That is impossible. I think it's just sizing with hats, but I could be wrong about that. So. Wait, is 10 gallons? Is that a, is that a thing? I don't know. I Did I just make that up? No, it's definitely a thing. Uh, oh, I'm going to Google it. Good. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. How did they come up with that? I don't that know. That would be a huge head that would go yeah, in a 10-gallon hat. It. Yeah. Which, I mean, you do have a lot of brains, so maybe maybe that would fit. I kind of have a small head, though, so I don't know. It, it probably uh, would be like a cape over my head or something like that. <laughs> okay, it came from Spanish. I don't know how to braid. Oh, it has to do with braiding around the brim and not referring to the capacity of the hat. So, so 10-gallon braid? That doesn't make sense no, either. No, it's a, so a 10-gallon hat is a hat with a braiding around the brim and does not refer to the capacity of, like, the head size. Mm. Hmm. We're an, we're an informative podcast as well. So. Interesting, but not really. <laughs> I'm not, learning. That's not that great. I you're, think it's kind of cool. You're covering your face for oh, the line. Sorry. No well, I was reading about 10-gallon hats. Oh. Google is amazing. I love it. I know. It's amazing that we can learn so much. I was trying to tell my kids, like me being like born pre-Google era, like you had to spend time at the library. Nobody wants to Encyclopedias? Right. How about Encyclopedias. How about like in algebra when teachers would say, your name is going to have a calculator. Like, really? Yeah. Really? Take that, Mr. Trinka. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I failed algebra. Flunked it. Straight up F. After I, dinner, I, flunked it. It absolutely, I did not even, I could not comprehend what it was even going on. I don't know if I would even get it now. No, I, I absolutely wouldn't. I'm scared for the day that I have to help my kid with math. Well, you, you could just get a tutor. I will, because math is pretty good, not me. Matt, I'd let me wait. Let me guess. Are you a mathematician? <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say math is not my strong point. <gasps> what? But I've never heard that before. Ever not had a strong point. But uh, <laughs> if, if if someone shows me how to how to do it, I'm I'm pretty confident in, in being able to you do think math you could equations. Pick it up? Yeah. All right. Well, have you seen the new math where you like it's different than how we learn math? Mm -hmm. No, I haven't. Uh, 
It's I, different. It's weird. I haven't taken a math. I took one math class in college. and He's, long, he's younger than you. I know, but I don't think the new math is that new. I mean, or that old. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not quite exactly sure what you mean by new math, so I would definitely need to take a look. They don't do, like, how do you, um like, in your mind, how do you add, uh, how do you, I'll have to show you later. Okay. okay <laughs> so, so I. <laughs> okay, never mind. I can't, rem I can't explain it because I don't have to do it yet. But, right, like, one time right. I was trying to help Ellie, and I was like, that makes no sense. Right. It's just different, and you can't use your fingers anymore. Right, and it's like you add tens and take away two. I don't know. It makes no sense. Makes no sense. So I do have a question for you both. Um, so far in your guys' career in real estate, what would you say is the best story so far? Well, I mean, today, so today would make a good story, but we're not going to go into that yet. <laughs> um, um, what is the best story? I mean, there was one time we were in a blizzard, and I was crying, and Katie was like, you're fine. Take a deep breath. Just watch the road. That wasn't real estate. That was marketing. No, that was real estate. Uh -uh. Uh -huh. We were going to Helena. To, I thought we were doing like a little Oh, tire. that was another time. I was talking about when we were showing. Um, We've almost signed a Heather, lot. That Heather bought in Darby. Yeah, that's when we had to literally meet a guy with chains to take us because they're like, there's no way anyone should be driving out here. Yeah. I was like. We I, had no business. I, I agree. <laughs> we shouldn't go up the West Park in, the, in snow anymore. Yeah. That was bad. Uh, Matt got stuck once. Yeah, pretty recently. Uh, luckily, my uh, the clients helped me dig my car out, which big kudos to them for that. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a scary road. That was we didn't. That was really scary for us one time. That same house. Yep, yep. Also, there was a time we got lost and went down a weird road, and then all of a sudden, the, all these signs were like, "Do not trespass. We will shoot you." And we were like, "Ah, <laughs> turn around." <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty scary. I forgot about that. We were like. Literally driving down. It wasn't even a road. It was like two tracks in a field. Right. Not in the snow, though. No, it was snow solid. Yeah, I think it was snow solid. Yeah, we've had some interesting stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. And sometimes I fall. Like, those are always fun stories. Because, <laughs> yeah, those are also stories you never forget. Uh-huh. So I haven't fallen lately, though. Okay, how are we doing on time? We don't want to bore people, so are we? We're currently at 23 minutes. Oh, well, that's about a good amount of time. Podcast. Did you have any else, anything else you wanted us to talk about? How do you feel about the first one? I know you're over there making notes, so I'm sure we're going to get a pretty extensive critique when we get done. No, I think everything went well. You guys are uh, great conversationalists. so We spent a lot of time together. Are you excited about this equipment? I am, yeah. I'm actually very excited. I consider myself an audio engineer at this point. <laughs> so we can, we can add that to my multifaceted list of, uh, of accomplishments. I actually, we're going to have to like start a list. That's we, like, Matt is an expert at this. Matt's skill set. And also, I can't wait to, to actually go to exchange in 2022. Mm -hmm. And you have to wear it. We're going to make you cowboy up. It's going to be hilarious. Oh, absolutely. Just, just so uh, everyone listening knows, can you talk a little bit about, about what exchange is? Yeah. Um, Don's taking a drink. Oh, I'm parched. Um, so they don't call it exchange anymore. Now they call it EBX. Mm -hmm. And it is a collaboration, kind of a conference. I think actually the one that it's a virtual, EBX is virtual this year. When is that coming up? April 22nd, April. 23rd? Yeah. Is that it's, right? Or 21st, 22nd? Right in, right in there. It's like a Monday, Tuesday, and then I think it wraps up on Wednesday. Um, the ones that I've been to have just been super informative. They have really good speakers that come in. Um, it's a really great place. They used to call it Exchange, I think, because you had the opportunity to exchange ideas and collaborate with all the other franchisees. And um, gosh, it sells out. And like last year, it sold out in three minutes. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. I've only been to one, but I learned so much. It was fun. It was really, really cool. Yeah. To 
have the ability just to learn so much from so many different people and sharing ideas. And I mean, it was really, really amazing that Dawn was asked to speak at EVX this year. That's right. I'm, I'm super excited. What, uh-huh. are, what am I speaking about? I believe you're speaking about, um, you're going to be on a panel for um, how to sell an unsellable home, um, something along those lines. Oh, and sorry, Caitlin, if I'm wrong, but it's something like, just because you've sold some pretty amazing properties that probably, you know, most people wouldn't be able to or know how to or maybe even know where to start. Yeah, you should probably be the one on the panel because, again, I think so much <laughs> of that has to do with marketing. I really do have to do with the marketing techniques that, 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 that we use. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Matt. Look at two. He gave me like the mom snap. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> this is crazy. This is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Only, I imagine these are only going to get more and more fun. Yeah, as we go. I think so, definitely. What else? Uh, maybe next time because it's an in-depth conversation. I do want to talk about Matthew's belief in space, Did you human see there DNA. Was aliens? Have I been telling you that? I know, but like life? they said, like. What was it? Katie, I just, read, I just saw it on the news. And it was like a spaceship was above a plane, like an American Airlines plane. And the FBI said they were aware of it. They've like, always been don't aware of follow, it. But they like don't say it publicly. I think the reason that they haven't said it publicly is they don't know enough about it. And we have to kind of keep the population, we have to keep the masses under control. But of course, I mean, let's, you know, God is an alien. Okay. Maybe it's time <laughs> to wrap up. <laughs> I think that's our cue to cut this one. <laughs> Okay, so next week, maybe we'll visit with, uh, we'll have a chatty with Maddie and talk a little bit about aliens. What did you tell <laughs> me about? We have, we have stardust in our DNA. This is what we can talk about next time. Yeah, all, all, the, all human DNA is made up of exploded stars, so the, the composition of our matter wouldn't exist without the, the cores of exploded stars, basically. Sometimes I don't know if Matt is like saying something real or just totally making shit stuff up because he will um you can say shit on our <laughs> he will uh just keep going and i'm like you're so smart and then i think he just makes stuff up and i just believe him every day because no, we share this little tiny office i think <laughs> most of what he says you could probably confirm some of it he definitely has well remember when you guys got in a fight about politics it wasn't a fight it i just know fight. how to poke the bear that was a fight i was I poking a, the bear i almost had to break you guys up oh it wasn't that bad it, it was, wasn't it was Kind it's of. all in good fun here. You should hear us when you're not here. Oh, good God. You can only imagine. <laughs> I do I'll tell you what I do here when I'm not, at least when I get back, the music you guys pick sucks. We have a hard time finding an agreeable oh, station. That, that's good. Yeah. Matt it's, wants it's to play hard. NPR. I'm like, oh, we, sometimes we agree on podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We have a good. We like some murder podcasts. Yeah. True crime. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that's not distracting you from your actual job. I get so much done every day. It's fine. <laughs> We're My ma- computer's hot. I'm working so hard. <laughs> We're a machine back there. It's the think tank. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is a think tank. I appreciate that. Okay, I think that's it. Unless yeah. you have anything else you want us to talk about. Like I said, I don't want it to get boring. Okay, good. So uh, that's it for this week. So we'll be back on next week. Maybe we'll have some interesting... I, I really... We need to kind of definitely put together a schedule and have some guests. And we do have some guests in mind that we've already talked to, and they're super excited to come. So we will be focused on having good content um, today was kind of more of an introduction. We're going to have some amazing speakers, though, that we've already talked to, the guests that will be on. So um, I'm hoping that Katie will continue to join us because that was a lot of fun. And I think that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will talk to you next week. Happy have weekend. A good weekend.